You want to get high, man? Let's stimulate your mind. Get up, Chucky! What have we got here? Fucking comedian. Rojan Kim. Alright. Oh. Um, okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're dead. That? We had a misstart, had a little technical difficulty. Nobody cares. Nobody even knows. Uh, welcome to the Rosen Kimcast. It's me, Rosen. Welcome. My guest today at Pete's Ball, a comedian, a... You had a food truck. You used to have a food truck. You have former uh, food trucker, former fellow fat person, current comedian in the quarantine. Yes. How you doing, buddy? How you doing, man? I'm all right, dude. I'm fucking, you know... Just, I guess, a day at a time, like the drunks. That's that's what I'm doing. How about you? Yeah, uh, yeah, basically. I mean, you know, it's like I was actually um, super obsessed with this shit back in uh, January, February. You know, whatever. I knew it was coming out of Asia, and I saw it coming, and then um, you know, and then it was crazy. And but now I feel like we're at a place that's even more uh bizarre and crazy than that time you know what i mean than the time when there was a pandemic incoming like it's actually even more fucking crazy now it's actually fascinating to see how america's handled it uh which is essentially they just it seems like what we did is just folded into our election cycle like we do everything else <laughs> they're just like let's just make this part of the election guys <laughs> and like so i was just like it's just bonkers watching uh this mass psychology i mean i think for me in general i'm like i love mass psychology in general because i think you know it's fascinating as a comedian because you know that's what we're dealing with and just just to see it unfold before our eyes like it's fucking crazy you know um but whatever man i'm just trying to keep sane you know i'm just trying to fucking hang in there yeah what do you think is the like what do you think going forward uh would because i i see your posts on facebook and like you know, about masks and stuff like that. What do you think is the is the way forward? Well, what I think is the way forward, I mean, I don't know, because honestly, it's like we have to go back in time to fit, you know what I mean? It's like, it's hard to talk about the way forward when you're already lost. Yeah, does that make sense? You know what I mean? It's like, we kind of kind of fucked it up from the beginning. And it's like, I don't, you know, like people don't, I think the thing is, like I was saying, the election, everything got folded into it that means everything is like a red team versus blue team dynamic it's like bloods and crips or like you know what i mean so there's like no nuance and it's like people are like taking sides over things so like all the the jokes and shit the mask like the mask shit i of course they work like i'm asian i understand how they work but you also have to understand why they work and why you're using them and when they work you know what i mean you don't just like just do what people because like months ago everybody was like masks don't work and they were shaming everybody for wearing masks there because they're like the hospital people need them and now people are just shaming people for not wearing you know what i mean so like the public doesn't understand or know and nor should they because the public largely is uh an irrational mom you know what i mean like you can't individuals were all rational but as a public it's like we're all gonna do so i think the messaging was just fucked from the beginning you know what i'm saying like do you actually understand and part of that is because the whole if when we look back at this i think people are going to find out that like the reason why they were like hey don't use masks is because they were afraid of people hoarding masks uh and then they're and causing a shortage so essentially they lied to the public in order to outwit them and try to like make sure they don't do something they didn't want to do, but without 
ever calling into question, well, how the fuck did we get in this position in the first place? Why are we in the position where the public can actually take away all our mat? Like, why do we not have a surplus of ma medical masks? Like, that doesn't even, nobody's asking that question. Instead, they just blame the public. You know what I mean? You just, so you blame the public one direction, you blame the public the other direction. And the whole time, nobody's asking the question, well, what happened to the leadership? Like, why are we in this? You know what I mean? And instead, we're just busy fighting each other, which is what we'll do in an election cycle anyways, because everything is divided between red and blue, right? Um, so I think that's why, like, when you start asking questions that break that binary, people get angry. People start getting angry because they're like, ah, I don't want to, because they want to be in the right. When there's two sides, you there's good and there's bad, and you always believe you're good and you always believe they're bad. So anytime that's being called into question, then it's just like, ah. so like, so like, I'm not saying masks don't work. I'm just saying, what is the point of wearing a mask if you're outside all by yourself? Like, if you don't understand what the mask does, then why are you wearing it? You know what I mean? Like, and why are you yelling at others? wear it and if you do understand why the masks work you know what i'm saying then why would you be like shaming people for this that you know what i mean like it's just this is basic understanding so i dude if you live in a really dense place like new york like every of course because you're around a bunch of people and if you go inside like of course you know what i mean but like literally i mean there's like it's just understanding it's like the idea of like do you shame a person for not wearing their seatbelt in a stopped car you know what i'm saying like that's sort of where we're at, where like you just drive around and look at someone in their car without a seatbelt and be like, wear a seatbelt, millions of people are dying. <laughs> You're like, what? You know what I mean? So, I mean, I mean, that's the level of, uh, uh, I think, um, it's just dumb. It's just dumb thinking because it's binary. It's just like taking an incredibly complex and mutating thing. This thing is mutating. It's changing. So we can't, every time we think we know it, it might be changing. So, you know what I mean? So that you can't, uh, it's just, I feel like it's just secure. It just feels secure to feel like you know what's going on, what the right thing to do is, and then they'd say that they're bad and you're good. You know what I mean? It just feels secure because otherwise it's just uncertainty. It's, you know, <laughs> otherwise it's like, we don't actually know. That's even more crazy, you know? So, so I don't know. So honestly, I don't know what the way forward is, but I will tell you that the facts on the ground now are gonna start catching up with the public as to like the, the idea that the shutdown is actually gonna be worse than the pandemic like that's going to hit the public that's starting to hit them now i mean it's hitting yeah. them right now, you know what i mean and once that happens i don't know man i mean it's going to get weird because half the people are going to double down and say like no they were right the leaders were right you know and then the other half are just going to be like fuck everything <laughs> like there's a good chance more people will not vote this election than ever before because of everything that's happened so far you know what i mean because people yeah. are just like man everybody sucks like, why should we vote for any of these motherfuckers? You know what I mean? Like, they both suck. Yeah, I, I think feel White votes for Biden. And then uh, the weirdest part is just how virulent Trump fans are. And then, but, but at this point, I don't know authority anymore. So it's, it's, it's a weird dichotomy of just like, what do you, like, I have no idea what the fuck is going to happen or if it even matters. Because it just is like, you know, going forward, I think science is going to bail us out. And that's the wrong way to look at it. And right. that part that sucks is we could we could get ourselves out of this. Yep. And we could do what Germany and New Zealand and all of these places are doing, but nobody wants to. So it's like, I, I think in 2021, everybody is going to be doing the same shit we were doing before this whole thing. And we will not like, at least I, I think people who have the ability to absorb the information and realize what a positive change this has made for the environment, 
or, you know, things like that. I think those people will make a big change, but I think 50% or more will go, thank God I get to go to Disneyland again. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And that's, that's normal. You know, we've actually had huge pandemics like this in like 50s and 60s and we don't even remember them. You know what I mean? Yeah. We did We don't, we had, people were like, what about 1980? It was like, no, we actually had, SARS was 15, 14, you know, whatever. It was like 16 years ago. It wasn't that long ago. Like this shit has been happening. It's just, we have been in a bubble because we don't. And then like, honestly, it's like fucking Memorial Day. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking Memorial Day. And if you really think about what we've done to the world, <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Just in terms of the damage we've wrought in the past 20 years. It's like, you know, I don't know. It just doesn't, um, it just seems very hypocritical now of the public to be like, oh, think of the dead and the dying and think of, uh, you know, they're playing this moral morality play when it's just like, there's literally homeless people living in tents right outside your door that you step over every day. Like, don't, and you're going on about all these dead people. You know, so I think, um, I'm hoping what happens is that more and more people start to, uh, kind of like check out of the news cycle and check out. I mean, honestly, look, Trump is the best thing to happen to news. You know what I mean? Like news was dead un until Trump came up. Like imagine if Hillary Clinton was president, you know how boring the news would be? Well, they, they're not gonna attack her, right? They're just gonna be like, President Clinton did something good. And that's the article, you know what I mean? And they, they would have gone bankrupt because no one wants to read that shit. You know what I mean? Like Trump came in and injected like this pro wrestling dynamic <laughs> to the to journalism that hasn't been seen in a long time. And they, they didn't even do that during Bush. I mean, even like, during, you know what I mean? So he's, he just like, he like calls people out on Twitter and fucking like beefs with other world leaders. He's the weirdest person in the world. Yeah, like, but that's the, the thing is that it's all being enabled. You know what I'm saying? It's all being enabled because it's a cash cow. Yeah tons of money. that's the real thing so all these like media people the journalists that are like i hate trump and i'm a resistance trump or whatever they're like making tons of money. you know what i'm saying they fucking love the guy are you kidding me like they would have all been fired like they're all these newspapers were about to go digital like 100 percent. you know what i'm saying like it's so honestly trump being gone is going to be the death of me you know what i mean like the media is going to be done after that because there's no uh, unless they go fucking even harder on the pro wrestling. You know what I mean? They find somebody else and then we do this whole thing again. But I think people are gonna get exhausted. People are exhausted already. Yeah. And it's just too much. It's like, at some point you're just like, all right, I get it. <laughs> like, I get it. He's bad, but you know what? You, you, when it comes down to it, it just seems like you just prefer, you know, you just prefer the overlord to be genteel as opposed <laughs> to being crude. You know what I mean? It's still the same fucking masters, but that you just like them to act a certain way. I mean, it just, just seems hypocritical, you know? So, so anyways, I don't know, man. I feel like the way forward is not, honestly, in terms of a health thing, it's not, it's not killing children. It's not fucking up the most valuable people. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it, the more we realize it's not a black plague. Yeah. So it's not like, we just have to wait now. Like it just, we got to wait a couple of months, six months, whatever, and then shit can start to open back up and it's going to, whatever, there's going to be back. I, I think people thought that this was the end of humanity at the beginning. And then uh, now it's just more and more we're learning that it's, it's not. And so you just, have, it's just, and a lot of people aren't waiting it out, which is, I mean, I think, you know, it's a weird fucking, I don't know, like why, uh, I, I'm now in the mode of like, how can 
Like, why can this woman who owns a candle business not open up her candle business if Walmart can be open? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then at first you're like, yeah, we should be protecting everybody. But then you're like, wait a minute. Fucking Amazon, Target, Walmart. Like, they're all fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're in, and, and frankly, I don't, if they were dying in droves, I feel like they would make, that would be news. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know? happen too i like the, i think the second wave is going to be rough but i think they're going to really microscope it i think they're going to like they're going to go all food deaths and this and that and i just i don't know you know what dude i think honestly i think by then um trump would have won trump's going to win second term and by then the tide's going to shift where people are just like just shut up man which is actually very dangerous because then that means the motherfuckers can all do whatever they want even more you know what i mean but they it's a whole um, crying wolf phenomenon. Yeah. It's essentially what they did past three years with Russiagate, impeachment. It's all they did was be like, it's going to be the end of the fucking world. It's going to be the end of the world. And the only thing that got us close to the end of the world was this pandemic. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. and the only thing getting us even closer to the end of the world is now the lockdown. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, yeah. So people aren't dumb, man. You know what I'm saying? Like the average person isn't like so dumb that they're like, uh, this seems like bullshit. <laughs> it feels like bullshit to me. You know what I mean? And honestly, that's probably how the guy won the first time. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, so I just feel like the Democrats, like they literally, literally are going to lose two elections. They should have won handily. They, if they had a better candidate, they would landslide win this year. Dude, like, it, yeah, no, I totally agree, dude. To totally agree. And if they literally did nothing, for the last three years, they would be winning. They literally did nothing. Yes. If they literally just did nothing and let Trump just do everything and then just did have this huge record of what Trump's done and they could I, fucking. I think because of uh, LA, especially what's going on here, you're gonna have a lot of people spite voting for Trump. Like, yep. just, fuck, we have two people who don't know what they're talking about telling us to stay in our houses. So it just is like, I'm not, and I'm not saying that's wrong. I don't know. I'm not a fucking scientist. So it's, but neither are they. Right. Well, the other thing is the people, as I have actually been accused of being a secret Trump voter, like a bunch of times. And I know that those are exactly the people who are secret Trump voters. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cause they know they're sniffing them out. <laughs> no, cause they, cause there's a, the old saying is like, you are what you accuse others of being, you know what uh, I'm saying? Like, yeah. So it's like, I would never even think of secretly, like, like publicly saying, like, I hate Trump and then secretly, you know, that doesn't even enter my mind. Like the fact that that's what they think I'm doing is shows me that that's what they would do. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when somebody calls you gay. Yeah, exactly. Oh, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. cool. Suck my dick. That's cool. That's really nice. No, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, or people who hate gay people, like, I hate gay people. I hate them. I hate you see what these gays are doing. It's like, whoa. It's <laughs> a weird way of saying you're gay. That's an interesting. <laughs> I know. So that's why I feel like the people who are like, I hate Trump. I hate Trump. I blah, 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 blah. Secretly, they're like, I am Trump. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Much sense to me. God damn it. He is me. <laughs> I am he. Well, that's my, uh, that's like, like my joke I'm telling you is like, uh, Trump is basically just a mirror that, we could put up to ourselves and that we're recoiling from. We're just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he's, he's, I hate it because he's so funny. He's so funny to me. 
Like everything he says, I laugh at because he's so outrageous. Um, and I have so much fun watching him and that I remember that he's creating these rabid assholes. But it still is like when he, you know, when he says stuff, I'm like, God damn it, that's funny. It sucks. Listen, yeah, I don't know. At this point, this is like a Kurt Metzger thing he says, but it's like, like Trump to us is the guy. People hate him because he's a lizard person who took his mask off. Ah, you yeah. Know what I mean? Like we prefer yeah. our lizard people with our, their masks on, please. <laughs> like Newsom. I feel like that's how I feel about Newsom. Is he's like, there's something. <laughs> yeah. Like, have you seen the picture of him from the side and his hair is down to here? And it's just it's like this nasty like mullet. And I'm like, dude, it's fucking gross. Like he's, there's something about him. He's like bathing in blood somewhere. You're drinking, drinking the blood of innocent. <laughs> like same with Cuomo. My favorite, I don't know if you've heard Tim Dillon talk about Cuomo. Mm -hmm. It's fucking funny. Cause he's like, my, all my aunts and uncles told me to go watch this inspiring speech by Cuomo. And he's like, what the fuck is this? It's just like, go inside, stay inside, save lives. That's what you're supposed to do. And he's like, who's this meatball telling me what to do? Yeah, I love that he calls him a garlic knot and a meatball. <laughs> His brother is the most atrocious person to me. Is Chris Cuomo is like the CNN guy oh, oh the guy who like pretended to get covid <laughs> or if he had it it was a minor case that he really milked like and then he was out in public like two days <laughs> yeah so fucking stupid that's why yeah. i don't see now i don't like look down on people who yell fake news i don't look down on these people trying to send missing either whether it's misinformation or not or youtube clips or anything i don't look down on any of those people because honestly the news has failed all of us yeah. You know, look at, look at that. Look at, look at that shit, you know? Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a, there's a real case that can be made for, you know, when, when people blanket call a group, um, you know, stupid or whatever. I think there's a real case that needs to be made for, well, there's been this chain of events where yeah. they leave these things that weren't true. Like the Jeffrey Epstein thing was very misleading and then, you know, there's the thing with it just just all of these billionaires who are being portrayed as like incredible people who are just not, they're not great people. They're not good people at all. And then this comes along and it's turning out to be like, okay, it's, it's very serious. It's serious enough to where we need to pay attention, but it's not serious enough to where we live in fear like you, you told us we needed to do. Mm -hmm. it's, that's why it's frustrating is it's just like, you, what do you, why should we trust you? Yeah. Right. And then to, to combat that instead of taking responsibility and being like, you know, we should do better as journalists. What they do is they go, look at these racist retards. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> Dude, the fact that the fact that Biden apologized for making that comment about you ain't black, he, that that made me want to vote for him because at least he acknowledged a mistake. But also it was a hilarious thing to say. I thought it was funny. I thought it was fine. I don't care. I don't care. Friends went, ah, oh, man, really? I think they were all like, yeah, true. That, basically, it's all a fucking show. Yeah. You know what I, mean? yes. I, I, I don't know. I feel like if you can't, if it's hard for you to see that, then you're sort of, at that point, it's that, you know, the steak eating part in the Matrix. Remember yeah, yeah, yeah. that? 
Yep. <laughs> I feel like that's like, a, you know, most people are just like, you know what? I'd prefer to just have the nice steak. You know, I know it's not real. Yeah. It just yeah. is it's like the way that they make these commercials cnn that are like coronavirus like and then it's just an update every day and it's just it's like a it's like a big game it just feels like a um but yeah i i agree with you i think by december january it's gonna be one eighth of the intensity that it is now so for better or for worse in terms of the attention that people are giving to it it's you know i'm sure it'll still be there uh but i don't think i think a lot of people are gonna go eh, all right that's fine i'm going back to work but i guess we'll see yeah we'll see i mean it could be great depression 2.0 we don't know we have no idea you know like yeah yeah i uh billionaires don't thrive in great depressions it's you know that's it's a it's a, if it's a depression it's a very weird one it's gonna be a real fucking like just the fact that people are are going to be trillionaires out of this is so mm -hmm. bizarre. um because certain certain industries are thriving so much uh but others are just tanking and some of them were already on the way out um but i don't know yeah i uh I don't count on the economy being back for for a hot minute. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, food trucks will probably do real well. That's true. Right? Yeah. People won't be as comfortable going inside to eat, but they'll fucking probably go get something outside. Restaurants and patios, too. I think those yep. are going to be fresco, fresco eating. I think that's going to be a huge thing. Which is dope. I went to San Diego yesterday, and I saw people, like, I went to Coronado, and I saw people eating on the patio, and I was like, fuck yeah, that's sick. Like, it just, it was just... Something about it was really nice. Yeah. So. Honestly, look, I don't, I think I'm actually all for all those people going out. Just go out and fucking, yeah, because I think what we need to do is, is study them and watch, not shame them. What we need to do is study them and watch them and track them and then really yeah. see. It's because the thing is, like, I told, I was making this joke about the protesters at the beginning of May. There are those protesters at the beginning of May in Michigan or whatever. And I was like, look, if there's not a pile of dead protesters in two weeks, did they have a point? Like, they, and people got really mad at me. <laughs> people were very upset. They but, said this about the people on the beaches in Florida. Mm -hmm. And it's just these people who, it seems like they're actively cheering for people to die. And mm -hmm. it's like, why? you do that like why aren't you shouldn't you be saying oh this is going to be interesting let's see i i realize it's infuriating to see somebody going against what you believe is the you know the virtuous thing to do but why would you wish for anybody to die when the saddest thing right now is all of these people die shouldn't you go well maybe maybe they'll be fine you know i don't know because, well yeah, I think it's because of the, um, like this binary that has been created. There's only good and bad. There's no in between. You know what I'm saying? So you're either good or you're bad, you know? Uh, and I think it makes you, it makes it so that, but it's also the hypocrisy of like, you don't really care about these people. You want them to die just so that you're right to prove your yeah. point. Yeah. And just, just so you're allowed to make that comment on Facebook. That's it. And it's, I don't know. And I think a lot of people, what it is, is it, this is a psychological toll. Think of how long this has been going on. It's almost three months. This is a huge psychological toll, you know, and 
anybody who's having fun and doing something that you really want to do, I think the natural response is just to be angry, like jail. You know, it's just petty. It's just jealousy. You're just like, uh, yeah, you know? Um, yeah. And it's just like, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, say that again. You cut out. Creating a black market for everything, too. Which is actually what I'm excited about comedy for. Yeah, yeah, me too. Comedy is going to be pushed underground and be a speakeasy style thing, and it's going to be dangerous, you know? Done any underground stuff? Um, not yet, just the uh, drive up mic. Yeah, I'm doing that next week. Uh, oh. Yeah, so it's, it doesn't seem harmful to me. I, I don't see why I wouldn't. And um, I don't oh. see any way in Los Angeles that I'm going to get on stage in a, in a normal way for at least four or five months. So, I don't know. Yeah, man. Um, hey, if I'm not dead by next week, you're fine. Yeah. So yeah. use me. <laughs> and I've honestly, if I do die, please, yes. You can make fun of me and use me as an example. Parade yeah. my corpse around, you know what I mean? Like use me as an example, <laughs> like in a barbarian village. You know what I'm saying? You, what do you, uh, you think is going to happen to LA comedy? Uh, well, honestly, um, what ha I think has happened is that the bubble, the comedy bubble has popped. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, and you could see the bubble was inflating, inflating with all the mics, the slotted mics, the amount of money the guys are making. They were making six figures. Uh, you know, all those people running those slotted mics, they were making a lot of money, dude. Like, and I don't know. I was just like, this can't be sustainable. Like, I just didn't know. But I never thought it would be something like this to do it. But yeah, but, for sure. You know what I mean? But I think. Um, I thought it Style. I thought there was going to be a thing that a lot of people would just, eh, this isn't a way to make money. And then maybe it would move to a, a more uh, virtual thing. So people would start making videos and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Definitely be this. But yeah, but you know, I think, um, I don't know. I'm actually excited. I mean, it is a blow to the industry. A lot of clubs are going to be gone. A lot of venues are going to be gone. But the sort of, I just don't, I never like it. I never like it when comedy is like cool or like, yeah. or when with the, the, the dominant viewpoint of society, like what the right thing to think is, is dictated by comedy. Like that seems so backwards yeah. and wrong, you know? Um, so, so yeah, I appreciate, I appreciate when comedy is relegated to being a jester again. Yeah. 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 That's, and that's how it always survives. Yeah. It's because the lowest point in a lot of these things so when people are like comedy's dead it's like comedy didn't die after the black plague so yeah. it's not dead it's coming back the exact same way it's just a dude can you imagine the awesome black death jokes that were back then oh my god just, must have, <laughs> just those italians or whatever the fuck they're just like piles <laughs> of corpses everywhere just like masks. yeah yeah the bird mask yeah yeah dude well, you know I'm how how because right now there's a hundred thousand people almost dead and people are neutral to it imagine back then when it was people dropping dead all around you like how neutral you would get to death and just being like there's another guy who's oh that's my neighbor that's fucking weird huh and then just going about your day better him than me that's that's i think that's what it turned into yeah I think well now well the um you know, the nursery rhyme, Ring Around the Rosie, is all about. So they made little kid songs about it. Yeah. 
fuck, it's so fucked. That's so weird. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I think a lot of people are going to quit. Uh, and uh, I think a lot of people think that it's going to be back sooner than it is. And I think a lot of people think that it's going to be back the same way that it was mm-hmm. before. And that's what's going to make them quit. So a lot of people don't have plans. And it's just going to go, oh, I can't do 25 minutes in a day, you know, in four months. What gives? And it's like, no, you can't. You can't. You won't be able to probably for another three years. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking about moving to a bigger small market. Uh, I I just I'm at a point in my career where it's like it's not going to hurt. I could go be a headliner somewhere for a couple of years and then come back Um, because I don't have enough leverage to ask for favors here. I got to know LA really well. I know people here in the last year, but like I could stand to go get 40 minutes a week in a bigger, small market, probably sooner than I could here. So definitely. Yeah. I think what is definitely uh, the shift in paradigm is going to be uh, decentralization, like away from the big, from New York, Chicago and LA and yeah. into the smaller markets, quote unquote, smaller market, like all the States opening up now before the cities, that's where all the clubs are. Yep. You know? Yeah. And, and because with zoom and all this stuff, like there's no reason to go to a podcast studio anymore. There, you know, it's just, it's going to, you know, that is, so I do think that it, that will be very interesting. Um, but I also, I don't know. I think that's, it's healthy. I think it's actually healthy for the air form. Yeah. And I think it'll keep a lot of the people who this, this makes me sound like kind of a, like a purist elitist, but like, it'll get a lot of the people who didn't want to do it in the first place and weren't doing it for the right reasons out of the medium. Exactly. After like during this whole thing, I'm like, this is the only thing I love. Like it's the only thing I was supposed to do. And so it's just like, I I have the means and the, the mental bandwidth to wait this out and do what I need to do in the interim. A lot of people are going, what can I do for a career now? You know what I mean? But they haven't admitted it to themselves yet. So it's just like, for me, it's like, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I'll wait three years, four years, five. I don't give a fuck. This is all I have. So, you know, that's, that's why I'm saying I'll move somewhere else to do it. Because mm-hmm. I, I need to. I, there's nowhere, you know, there's nothing else I want to do. Yeah, so. I, I've been saying that the pandemic is like if Louis C.K. jerked off in front of all the micers, the open micers. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if I want this anymore. And then some of the other people are like, fuck yeah, he's, yeah. this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Well, some, uh, some people would write a bit about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think you're speaking to like the idea of like, what are you doing this for? So the thing about LA is that uh, way more, I started in New York, man. And New York comedy has, is an end in of itself. Like you could do stand up for a living, but in LA stand up is like a means to another end, you know, yeah. it's either. So I think that like now, now with zoom and TikTok and all that, like most, most comics here are just like mediocre actors. You know what I mean? Like that's just <laughs> they're like charming actors. And yeah. so they can do that. You can do that on TikTok and get millions of, followers. you know, you can do that now. You don't have to go on stage anymore. Yeah. You know, it's- so, yeah. It's it's like a, it's a weird thing um, that I don't know, you know, it's it's an obnoxious thing to say that New York comics are one way and LA comics are another way, but it's so true. It holds so true. That's that was my biggest thing is I'm always like I want to be recognized as a writer. And so like I I 
I write jokes and you know, maybe, maybe they're not great, but like they they get better progressively. So it's just like, I think that's the most important thing to do. And there are a lot of people here who are just performers and right. that's not, but it's a very LA thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like, you go to a lot of places, like a lot of people would go to New York and they would do time and they would kill here and then go to New York and people would be like, you know what I mean? So it's, it, it is a, it's, it's a different thing. So what are you doing nowadays, man? What are you like, are you, do you have work or are you just fucking spending time at home or what's you, what are you up to? I got a job. I, uh, it doesn't require much work. Um, I own industrial real estate. So I, uh, just manage a couple of tenants, uh, with the company that I co-own, but it does not require almost any work at all. Um, and the businesses that are working through there are doing amazing right now. Uh, cause a couple of them are logistics warehouses. Uh, one of them's a mechanic. Uh, one of them's a big O tires. Um, so it's, you know, it's all working out, but in, you know, other than that, I'm just trying to fucking make funny shit and, uh, I have a puppy and, uh, you know, that's about it. I'm just trying to survive. Wait, so you own commercial real estate? Are you a billionaire, Pete? Are you, are you like a secret billionaire? <laughs> I do. I definitely, it's like, I, I you know, I do uh, well enough to where I can live here comfortably. Uh, but I, uh, I wish I were making, you know, I could always just make more money. Sure. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome, dude. Um, well, I, uh, one of the hardest than you probably know man one of the hardest fucking things that's gonna get hit is commercial real estate i mean that's no industrial i'm in industrial oh industrial oh okay oh you'll be fine uh, ind- <laughs> yeah no if i were in commercial i would be hanging myself yeah you'd be killing yourself i was like i was like man this dude is like really put, like still calling I would be basement right now with a noose around my neck two months ago so it's no we're it's the industrial is what's so it's so bizarre how it worked out because we're doing well and uh and so many other places are are doing you know non-existent or poorly and and uh it's like watching it's like storming the beach in normandy and watching all of your friends get killed (laughs) making it to the next checkpoint you're like oh fuck how am i here you know what i mean so it's just very I'm, i'm counting my blessings and i'm just trying to save as much money as I can. And, and, you know, so, uh, but yeah, what about you? Are you just doing unemployment and stuff? Um, yeah, basically I, that shit is coming at some point. I don't know. I filed for it and stuff. So I think it's coming, but I have like a small, like part-time, like under the table writing gig, oh. like just, just like, yeah, they just pay me hourly and it's, I don't, as long as they make under a certain amount, it's fine. You know, whatever. It's like, I'm not making that much, but enough. Um, but overall, I'm, you know, I'm fucking fine. Uh, like, I, uh, wait, how did you, uh, I was going to actually ask you, how did you get into um, the real estate shit? Like, how did you get into it? Like, how did you start out? My dad has been doing uh, business his entire life. And a couple of years ago, he said, uh, do you want to make some money? And I was like, yeah, of course I do. And I was at a place in my life where I didn't know what I was doing. I had just gotten out of rehab. I, and he goes, okay, take out a loan uh, for X amount. Your brother's going to take out a loan. Um, your aunts and uncles are going to say, and we're going to pool together and 
buy a warehouse. And I said, oh, okay. And so we bought the warehouse that he owns uh, or that he, that he works from. So he, we bought it from the, so his company runs through that. And then we ended up buying one more building. Uh, in my, it's, it's all in Utah. So it was all like for the cheap at the time, especially because it was, people hadn't discovered it yet. Um, bought that. It was a dude who was a mechanic and he had been there for years. Oh, what year? What year was that? Uh, 2000, fuck this. I was 27. So it was 2017. Oh, okay. 2000, yeah, 2017, 2018. So not too long ago. Yeah, okay. Uh, he was just like, I, I have a good feeling and uh, we're going to make a move. And I was like, okay. And I just got really lucky. Um, and I was in the hole for a minute and uh, was really worried about the money. And he was like, nope, you'll be fine. And, and we ended up paying off all the loans. And it was very, I got very lucky. Um, so, so, so is your dad just like a really good business minded guy? Yeah. My, my entire life through his, he started in real estate and then he did all this stuff. And now he just, he started a 3PL business where he stores for all of these big companies. And then right now he's just, you know, he's, he's always just right. Um, and, but he's an incredible businessman, incredible salesman and, uh, has been my entire life. And so right now is he's telling me this is like the best he's ever done. And uh, it's very strange. We all, it's kind of, it's kind of creepy. So it's, it's a very eerie feeling walking through this and just kind of like not knowing what the next day brings, but you know, more or less finances feel okay. And uh, you know. Well, I think um, what you're experiencing is what a lot of people have been talking about is that there's a sort of um, reality distortion field that's going on and uh, basically uh, accusing the media, the left, the left wing media, but the media, uh, I mean, Fox does it too, but it's like the media of doing it where they create a picture of reality that's actually completely divorced from actual reality. So like you're, that's why it's unsettling because you're like the entire world is telling me everything sucks, but facts on the ground are that they're not so yeah and so it's not it's very discomfort you know what i mean it's un because ideally the the people who are supposed to tell you all this stuff are telling the truth <laughs> and, and and you know what i mean like but they're not they're like blatantly lying are they blatantly lying or am i fucked up you know what i mean like and then yeah. you, you give them the benefit of the doubt because you're like nah they can't be trying to fuck us over so so maybe it's just an anomaly, you know, maybe it's just a weird thing. So, so I think it's, it is very fascinating that you should, I think honestly, you should just look at that and be like that. This is reality. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think indicative of what's to come over the next few years, I think there is going to be a bounce back. It's going to take a long time. I do. I, do, I don't believe that there's going to be a depression. I do believe there's going to be a really big recession. Um, but it's going to have to do with certain industries that were on their way out dying. And then there's obviously going to be a massive amount of people who were in uh, low wage jobs and then restaurants completely buckled. So I think that's going to be a huge thing is all of these places struggling to basically, you know, pivot and create something new. And then in the interim, it's going to be, you know, not a lot going on. But from everybody I know, even when they don't have any fucking money, the first thing they want to do after this is over is go shop. And so it's just, 
a weird, that's a weird phenomenon. And that didn't happen in the Great Depression. So it was just most people were like, I don't even want to do anything. All I want to do is work. And then the other thing is there's work available. People mm -hmm. just get in the depression. You could not get shit. There was no work. And right now there's jobs. You might, you might not want them, but there's, there's going to be, and there are jobs. Uh, but it's, you know, I think a lot of people, there's going to be a depression because a lot of people won't want to work. And then uh, a lot of people also, uh, you know, now we've basically turned on the money printer and we're going to be in the hole because of that. Uh, but I don't know what, you know, who knows. I mean, you know, this country has basically just been printing money since the seventies, right? They've been fucking, you know, so uh, honestly what the most hilarious thing is like, we're still, no one is really talking about the wars. Like we're in seven countries, man. Like that's a crazy, it's like, we don't even know. Most people don't even know that the countries were bombing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I, I don't know, that seems to cost, that costs like six trillion, you know? <laughs> yeah, so much money. We spent $800 billion on the military, Trump's first term in office. And while they were trying to impeach him, while they were saying he was a Russian puppet. Yeah. It's so crazy to me that there's all this money allocated in different places. And they're like, you want how much for health care? <laughs> oh, no. Like, God forbid you help your citizens. But, you know, we build another aircraft carrier that we're never going to use. Like, that's the crazy. We're never, even if there were a war, we would never use an aircraft carrier. It would be like, oh, we're going to take out this grid here. And we're going to use this nerd in this air-conditioned room to to fly a drone and bomb this place. It's like, you're not going to use an aircraft carrier. So fucking nuts. Well, not it's even so that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, exactly. It's a, it's a, it's a just a giant grift, essentially. It's yeah. just a lot of money going somewhere, not to the people. Yeah. Just like you said before, with everything else, it's a big show. It's a big... Mm -hmm. But that's what China is good at, too. Is, is it, It's like there's... They're they can outlast with, with military prowess in terms of they can outshow us. We can go with brute strength for like a, a second and go, we're going to show this. And they go, oh, we'll stay here for fucking 10 years in this same position and wait you out. Mm -hmm. And we don't have that prowess. We have the, we're going to go, it's fucking, you know, I don't know. It's, yeah. Well, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, the one thing about China that is different from the U.S. is that um, China doesn't have, China is actually surrounded by many countries and all of them hate China. <laughs> yeah, <true>. <laughs> <laughs> like we, like we would, we're probably not going to go to war with Canada or Mexico in, yeah. in you know, for a while. Yeah. Uh, but China is in danger of fighting like India, Vietnam. They got, you know, they got like all these border countries that, that don't like them. Because yeah. they keep encroaching on their borders. They're like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, so it's very interesting. I don't, like, I honestly don't see China as a, a military threat per se, but I think it is, it's, um, I don't even blame China. It's like, it's actually, uh, we have a symbiotic relationship with China where our entire economy is dependent on this, like, just in time inventory supply chain. You know what I mean? So, we kind of fucked ourselves for the bottom dollars. And that's what this pandemic is exposing. It's like, that's why we didn't have masks. It's because we were fucking ordering them from China to become shipped every week, just in time, so that it costs less than just buying a bunch and stockpiling. You know what I mean? Yeah.
You know, so it's, I think, yeah. Anybody who thinks there's going to be a war with China doesn't understand the we. It just is like, that's not how it's going to work. I mean, like, they, there could be, there's a big show militarily, and, you know, you have two leaders who are very bullheaded. But in the end, we depend on each other in a, in a weird way. It's like, it's just an abusive relationship that you both kind of get at the end. It's like you both have really good sex, but you fucking hate each other. So you need, you need to keep fucking, but you hate each other and you'll stay away from each other and pretend like you hate each other. But at the end of the day, you're in bed together. And China is like the girl who ends up uh, convincing you to marry her and then is basically gonna divorce you and take half of everything (laughs) in 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Take half of everything and potentially like bomb an ally in a proxy war. but no, I don't think there's ever, like anybody who thinks there's going to be a war with China, I don't think they realize how much we depend on each other. Not only that, it's like, it's just new, it's nukes. Like once we go to war with them, it's nukes. Yeah, and- yeah even, even though they're crazy, they know that they don't want to destroy themselves. That's, that's why nobody uses nukes. And that's what also makes me feel better about this and how people think it's the end of the world is we've been through far worse. We've had presidents who are just as bad and have and just as polarizing with just as virulent fans and we got through it. And so it just is like everybody's so short-sighted and doesn't crack a history book to realize we got through lots of horrible things. It's this is that again and we got really lucky not having experienced it for a long time, but now we're in it again. And you know, and it's really whatever. It's not as bad as other things. No, we don't have to fucking ration food. We could go to Whole Foods. You know what I mean? In World War II, they got government cheese delivered to their... You know what I mean? Like, you had to, you had to go scour for tin to, to go make tanks. Like, kids were collecting tin for the war effort. And now, everybody's like, I, I can't go to the bookstore. Ooh, my freedoms. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hopefully we'll make it. We'll be the greatest generation one day. We'll look back on this and we'll call ourselves the greatest generation. <laughs> Talk shit to my kids and be like, oh, you're sad? Oh, well, I'm sorry your virtual reality isn't enough. When I was 29, I didn't get to do the thing that I loved because they made up a sickness. And I'm just kidding. I no, I love you should have kept going. <laughs> it was a fire that, see, you haven't been on stage in a while. <laughs> that yeah. would have been awesome. Because the government made up made up Parkinson's disease, and we didn't get to go on stage. And Bill I Clinton, I Bill Gates, Bill Gates, Jeffrey Epstein, <laughs> Diane Feinstein. He was going to microchip us, okay? But your father, me, I went to Huntington Beach, and I protested like a good American, so you could have these virtual reality goggles. <laughs> now hold this phone while I TikTok. <laughs> while I do my doom. <laughs> TikTok 2035. Like, I'm going to do this cowboy dance. Hold this fucking phone. Oh, good shit. Oh, man. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So, so you're actually okay, though. So you're like, you know, you're just basically like beyond having to stay inside or whatever. You're not like, you know, necessarily going to be hurting for, you know, you're not going to be homeless or anything like that. Yeah. Like that. So that's cool. Good. Yeah. I'm just trying to find ways to kill the time. Because uh, it just is like, I'm trying to stay productive. I'm trying to keep my mind sharp. And I'm trying to fight off the depression. That's, that's about it. 
and I and, and stay funny. That's it. Do you um, did you start a podcast or something? Like uh, I thought I saw you started something. Podcast for about a year. Um, I do it twice a week usually. It's called Blackout Pod. Uh-huh. I talk to dark times and uh, how they got through them. It's, it's particularly relevant right now. So I like to talk, you know, I talk to people about how they got through the shittiest times in their lives. And I like to think it helps them put shit in perspective and also helps me and the people who listen to it put it in perspective that like, this is just another rough time. It's just everybody feeling the rough time. Mm-hmm. So. so that's called Blackout Pod? Yeah. And it's and like on iTunes and... Yeah, it's on iTunes everywhere you can get podcasts. Cool. Check that out. Um, anything else, dude? Are you like um, Instagramming or something or doing anything yeah. where you want? Pete Suval, P-E-T-E-S-O-U-V-A-L-L. Uh, send me a dick pic. Send me a clit pic. Uh, you know, let's get gay. I don't know. I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> There's no better gay than bored gay. You know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> hey, if you, you know, I've got a girlfriend. I'm just kidding. Uh, what is that? Mean? Hey, come on. In 2020, it's quarantine. Who can? It's pandemic 2020. There's no more rules, yeah. man. Fuck yeah, dude. So dude, Pete, thank you so much, man. I'm gonna wrap this up. Thank you so much for the is talk, it, man. Is that what you do? Is just we just talk shit? Oh no, I didn't record this. Oh okay. Yeah, I was just. No, I'm just kidding. I cover it. <laughs> I just started recording. We're, yeah, I'm recording now. Okay, here we go. Three, two. <laughs> this, po- this, this, this podcast is actually about baking. We're going we're gonna to talk about uh, today. My favorite recipe is shortbread. And uh, let me tell you how to cut butter. Sorry. Is that it? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, uh-huh. I was like, go yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh, go on. Dude, yeah, no, I mean, this is yeah. what I do. Yeah, I just fucking, I just talk, I just like to have a conversation. I just like to, talk, you know, talk to people. I, either that or it's just me rambling like a madman. Yeah. So. so no, yeah. I love, I feel like that's what everybody needs is just to fucking talk. Everybody, like, I just miss talking to people. I miss the hang so yeah. much. So, yeah, I appreciate you having me on, dude. Yeah, man, thank you. And also, yeah, do the drive up thing and just show up if you don't get up because he just puts everybody up and... It ends up just becoming a hang anyway, you know what I mean? It just ends up becoming a hang, but it's fucking, it's fine, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we should do it. Okay, yeah, I'll be there, I'll be there on Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. All right, dude, thanks for having me on. All right, Pete. All right, man, have a good day. Take care.